Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pause Menu, the show where we just hit pause, sit down, and just chill. This is a very special episode because as we're recording this, GamesCon just ended, and I am not alone. I am joined by two of my bros from the Fake Nerd Podcast, Ryan Eliopoulos and Sparks Witty. How's it going, guys? It's great, Ben. We're at different conventions because on that GamesCom, you're at GamesCon. I don't know where well, you're at. I said GamesCon, I meant GamesCom. Shit. It's a, yep. You think it's con with the convention, but no, this is a communications thing. I don't know. You would you would think, well, if you think about it, the letters M and N are they're literally right next to each other. So Yeah. That is true. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, how's it going, guys? You ready to talk about a whole crap ton of video game trailers that came out? Man, I'm so excited. I'm glad that we got to do this on Basement Arcade Pause Menu, which is our yeah. video game-centric podcast, instead of making our regular podcast like a five-hour venture. So oh, this is, wow. I'm excited to do this. Okay, the last time we made Fickner Podcast go five hours long was when we talked about Neon Genesis Evangelion. Well, that's our E3 episode. Our E3 episode got close. Yeah. Our, our E3 episode, our, yeah, our E3 2019 episode got close, too. Yeah, we we that was like another four hour. Like, oh boy, it's a lot of games. Because we're like, what if we just pack in a whole topic's worth of news and then still do a topic? Yeah, that was a bad. Yeah, we we learned. We have learned. We most certainly have we got learned. new shows. That's <laughs> yeah, but learning, we have new shows. So of course, the audience knows who you guys are. If you listen to Fig Nerds, you know who these two dudes are. And Ryan, we have a little thingy here that we're gonna do because you have the bright idea to have trailers up. Yes, because we're going to be talking about like 40 games, and I know halfway through I'm going to be like, which one was this one? So this is going to make yeah. it beautiful and easy, and in case people haven't watched any of these trailers, they'll be on in mm-hmm. the background while we talk. Yep. Very much. Very much. All right, so shall we just dive right into this? Listen, I got my scuba gear. I'm ready. You got your scuba yeah. gear. I, I was going to say, I all I see is your head, your hands. You kind of look like Rayman a little bit, just without the body. I'm perfect for scuba diving. It's very, It's very easy. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just worried about your lungs. I can't see your lungs. I'm the Invisible Man. They're actually there. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's pull this bad boy back up. So, what's our first trailer that we have, well, Mr. Uh, it's not a real trailer. Uh, a game called Horizon Forbidden West, uh, a long-anticipated sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation exclusive. Uh, just no new trailer. Just hey, they finally announced when it's coming out, and it's February 2022. That's it. Okay. February 2022. Right. I got it right here. Look at that. I even maybe even. Did I already miss it? I missed it. Hold on. No, yeah, there yeah. It is. Right, right when it came up. Yeah, there it is. February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm, February. February. I'm the only person who's played it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have it. I do have Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. I got for free because during PlayStation's state of or it was like stay play at home campaign. Yeah. What, what was it called? Whatever it's called, they gave a lot of free PlayStation games for free. Horizon mm-hmm. was one of them, so I made sure to download it as soon as I could, and it's in my library. Uh, at the same time they announced this, they uh, they uh, released the new PS5 patch for the original game. So now that game is at 4K 60 frames. Uh, I popped that up earlier uh, in the week. And that, yeah, that looks pretty good. Good looking game. Can't wait for that sequel, oh. baby. You know what we got next, though? We got some bad boys. Oh, oh we don't got bad boys. boys. I moved that one. Just kidding. We got Halo Infinite, you guys. Halo mm, Infinite yeah. finally has a release date of December. I think we're all fans of Halo. Um, I think, how, where are we at? Where are we at with this new Halo? How are we feeling about it? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> it feels like one of the games that they're going to be improving over the next few years, mm-hmm. and I guess like that'll help. Maybe yeah. eventually Halo Infinite will be a solid entry. 
We'll see. Uh, I don't yes. have faith that it will be on day one, but you and I will find out because we can play on Game Pass. Yeah, baby, that's great. I love Game I Pass. I am curious about the multiplayer thing, which is what came out here uh, that we're watching. Yeah. Is, uh, like there will be a multiplayer campaign in itself with the season passes. It's it's a it's a battle pass. Yeah. Uh so I Well, okay, so do you remember the Spartan ops that they added for Halo 5, which is like the backstory on her or the doctor building the Spartan program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm suspecting this is going to be similar to that. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of liked that. That was nice like lore building content. So I'm hopeful about this yeah it is i'm not confident in it yeah but i'm hopeful oh uh, yeah this this trailer i think this is a pretty good cinematic trailer uh it's all about yeah like the next generation of spartans and like well that's what the multiplayer is and stuff i agree it's a beautiful looking cinematic trailer and i like the shot that's gonna happen right now like this shot right here with master chief coming out um it looks gorgeous but once again this is a, a, a cinematic trailer for a multiplayer thing and i'm like yeah. i mean obviously it's halo i know what the multiplayer looks like because i've been playing halo multiplayer ever since the year 2000 or 2001 uh just they've had uh halo betas uh halo infinite betas happening the last couple of months so like people there's thousands of hours of gameplay of what this game looks like it's out there it looks good um, it's just like, are you going to play it on your regular Xbox and your high-end PC, your Xbox Series X? It's all available. Yeah. I, I mean, that. I'm glad. I mean, as much as I'm glad that Halo is coming back again, because when the Xbox Series X launched and there was no Halo title for it, a lot of people were kind of like, because, you know, when you, an Xbox is launched, Halo comes along with it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I do enjoy playing Halo. I've never really... I played, I played Halo on my Xbox 360. I played it with one of my friends, Jeff, because he loves Xbox, and we co-op the Jeff. games together. Yep, my name is Jeff. But that's still, like, every time I see a brand new game for an Xbox or an Xbox exclusive like this or something else, it still doesn't make me, like, want to go towards Xbox. It's like, do I want to put money in an Xbox? Even if I just get the console and get Game Pass, I, it still hasn't, like, I'm still waiting on it. I'm, I'm still waiting for that one thing. Is like that's the one that's gonna make me put the money down. I feel that. Yeah, there are there are tons of of great Xbox exclusives that just like that are just waiting mm -hmm. for you. You'll find them when you get there. That's yep. why you got Game Pass. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like it. You, you get Xbox. Like Ben, you could honestly get an Xbox One, which wouldn't be that expensive. You can get that for two hundred bucks and just get Game yeah. Pass, and then yeah. you can play all the Halos. Oh, uh, all of them and all of Gears of War. I've actually debated about getting an Xbox One, mm -hmm. like a it's brand spanking new, ex brand spanking new Xbox One. But It'd right now, the the console I'm setting up for, of course, is the PS Five. Mm -hmm. Right, because yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. now the one person out of all four fake nerds who does not have a PS Five yet. True. Uh, you are you are certainly missing a like whole corner of gaming by not having access to the Xbox games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially as Game Pass continues to expand, uh, yeah. and this wasn't this isn't a game announcement, uh, uh, so it's not on this trailer list. But uh, Xbox has announced that they're gonna be they are doing Xbox Game Cloud for the original Xbox One. So that means Ooh. if you have an Xbox One, you will be playing Xbox Series X level games on your original console through the cloud. Same thing through your PC. That's like what Switch okay. does. How you can play high intense graphics games on your Switch. Yeah. Through, you have to have a good internet connection. True. But now like. Microsoft is so good about just allowing everyone into the ecosystem. They're like, hey, you don't have to have the new hardware to play the new stuff. Like, you can just use your old thing and stream through the internet. Uh, and it's just like, Microsoft's yeah. killing it. And I'm just, that makes me excited for Halo because, like, I know it yeah. will be supported for, for years and stuff. And it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe in the coming years, I will have, I'll be a proud owner of an Xbox One. 
There's only one way to find Because I don't hate Xbox. I want to make it clear. I don't hate Xbox. I may be a Sony Nintendo kid, but I do enjoy Xbox. I think Xbox is a fine is a fine system. You heard it here first. Ben Magnet hates Xbox. That's Far Cry 6, everybody. Ooh. How many Far Cry have you guys played? <laughs> uh, none. Part of one. God, this is awful. Um, Far Cry 6 looks really cool. Uh, every every villain is like a big high concept, like uh, a voice actor. This time they got Giancarlo Esposito. He looks great. Um, oh, he does. Far Cry has a big problem with the last couple of games of uh, uh, being made by Ubisoft. Being made by Ubisoft <laughs> one, but also playing into like we're going to take this seriously in a political way, and then just like Burn. not paying off any of it. Um, but also, this place isn't real. Don't try to associate with a real place. Yeah, and it's like this is about like like a like uh, a, a Cuban a Cuban uh, a revolution and uh, a fake Cuban revolution and like how you're part of it and how like oh the bad guys are the good guys and yada yada. And like every time I do this with one of these Far Cry games, I get I get excited and then I play it and it's just like you have like a fireworks gun and then you have like a bear with a like a cowboy hat and I'm like this is not the same tone as you guys are setting for your games and it's just like you need to you need to pick one out of the other because like the tones. They're all over the place. Even this trailer, the tone's all over so, the place. So this trailer's very crafted like a, a like a movie. Like yeah. a trailer you would make for a movie. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if I analyzed it that way, I don't know what this is supposed like the, the theming or message is supposed to be about this movie. Yeah. Right? I don't know what politically they're really trying to say other than like, yo, like people who abuse power the working class are bad <laughs> yeah and revolution is maybe cool and that's what kind of all these games are but they never go full enough but there's nothing yeah. like there's nothing really of substance to it mm -hmm. uh and knowing ubisoft's history with these games there won't be yeah so i i am mostly it's probably a pass from me my man yeah uh, yeah. uh xbox game pass uh i probably won't pick it up until it was a sale yeah. uh jean carlos Vizito as like the main villain does intrigue me a lot um but that's like the only thing. That is the only thing because I played. That's there's like, more. That's yeah. like how we just talked about how Twelve Minutes is bad, and yes. I'm like, look, I like all the three actors in there, but if it's that bad, I'm not gonna play that's it. Very, Twelve very Minutes is bad. Oh man, just look it up. We don't have time. Yeah, we don't got enough time. Oh, no. We don't have the Twelve oh, Minutes. No. For that. Uh, speaking oh, of no. time, uh, what if we go back in time? Yeah! To oh, I'm. And wait for it. There she is. There's my girl, April. Oh man. I didn't, I didn't even realize how excited I was when I heard that they announced that um, Way Forward is announcing that April O'Neil is a playable character in Shredder's Revenge. Uh, this game looks so good. It does. Uh, it, it's given me like like Scott Pilgrim was like the last game like this. Like, like this. Mm -hmm. And that was a decade mm -hmm. ago of like just beautiful pixel art and like the gameplay looks fun. Uh, they actually like care and they're like putting like energy behind it. Uh, every this, environment looks super fun. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked for us to play this game. This is like... HD version of the Ninja Turtles arcade game and Turtles uh, for Turtles Four Turtles in Time, so two of which are the most famous and most beloved be arcade beat 'em ups mm -hmm. to this very day. Arcade One Up made up made a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles machine, including both of those games, Turtles in Time and the original one. Ooh. So seeing hey, this, look at this. oh, it was it's not way forward. It's Tribute. Tribute Games is the one. Tribute is the same uh, developer that made one of my favorite games of last year, Panzer Paladin. Yeah, that game is great. You're right. Um, yeah. This definitely looks like there could be somebody else on the side of these turtles, right? Casey Jones is also coming to this game, right? I'm well, not I'm, crazy. I, right? You know what? You're not crazy. I think Casey Jones is because there, there's a lot. There's some space right next to I'm Michelangelo. Saying. I mean, saying, I, really when this game was first announced, I knew this was going to be instant buy for me. I would love it if, um, like, I would love if, if they do a, uh, a physical release, not through limited run games, 
but like mass um, physical release. But if they don't, if I have to go through limited run, I'll send an alarm. I'll do it. But I'm. This is definitely a game I want physical. But also, if I need to get it digitally as well, I'll I'll shell the money for it because this. You'll looks, shell the money. I will. I'll. Oh, I just. I just caught it. Damn it. I got. Yeah, turtles in a half shell. Oh, yeah, this man. game looks great. Ben, guess what time it is? <gasps> is it my favorite? It's time for Metro yeah. Dread. This, this, that last trailer, that last trailer hyped me. Uh, this trailer hyped me way, way more. I am so ready to play another Metroid. I'm so oh, stoked. Oh my god! So seeing this trailer with this Chozo Warrior right here. So quick bit of backstory for those of you who are in who aren't who don't know much of Metroid lore. I don't really know much of Metroid lore myself. I was just reading up on it before we started recording. Um uh Ridley, the big dragon, who's he's a space pirate, killed Samus's family. Samus was adopted into the Chozos, which are these bird alien guys, and they essentially trained her. And she they trained her to kick ass and take names. So seeing that uh that Chozo in armor is like, oh, shit's going down. Like it's, seeing this uh, guy, he it's looks so almost cool. like uh, getting backstory in Mandalorian, but we're doing that for Samus, right? Yeah, like we're getting yeah, backstory about like like her people and stuff, maybe. Yeah, and we saw a little bit Kraid, a famous boss. He's coming back. He's all chained mm -hmm. up, and also the new like this multi missile shot. This is mm -hmm. we're seeing all new powers and abilities for Samus. We there, I mean, we're seeing so many like her like going her like fast phasing that. The uh, the back and forth like blink teleporting is is wild. Yeah, I mean, there's so many new abilities that they never showed us when this game was announced at the direct. There's Kraid. Um, this game's, I mean, I was excited before. I'm ten times more excited now. Mm -hmm. I am so happy. Met I know everyone's was talking about oh, but Metroid Prime Four. Where's Metroid Prime Four? And then when That's this drops, I'm like, mm -mm, it's all about dread right now. Metroid Prime Four will wait. Dread. Metroid that game ain't coming out for like a year i think mean, this is let's worry about this one you got any thoughts oh. about this one um i'm <clears throat> my only experience with metroid is the prime series yeah mm -hmm. uh so this is this looks cool yeah uh this, this style metroid. is uh foreign to me no i got so you, yeah. um it, it it may be where i dive in it might not be we'll see what if i told you that those first person games are the exact same games just in 3d <laughs> They are the same way you unlock things by finding new abilities. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's not something where, oh, I feel like I, it's just something where I'm like, it, my experience is in, is yeah. in Prime. And I'm like, okay, well, I gotta, like, I'll have to orient myself. We'll, Man, we'll you see. play video games. Yeah, I just, I have that horrible thing of, you know, I like to play the things that came before. before Funny enough. I That's actually grew up with the 2D Metroid games over the 3D ones because I played Metroid Fusion. That was my first Metroid game was Fusion for the GBA. Honestly. And I'm about to and I'm about to start Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo. So I'm really so yeah. Anyways, yeah, let's move on, or else I'm gonna just keep gabbing about Metroid. Uh so this is a franchise that I really, really like, and it was my preferred open world crime franchise, uh Saints Row. Uh the first Saints Row is is very much a gta knockoff uh it it wasn't really unique in a way and then and then saints row 2 came out and it started to take its own identity it started being funnier uh, uh, uh a lot cheekier than than gta uh gta's realism and then saints row 3 happened and that's where the saints row franchise is the fast and the furious of the video game franchises it's no joke it starts as a regular no, 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 I as a regular crime thing and then by four in four you are the president of the united states living inside the matrix fighting an alien invasion 
Uh, it is incredible. You are a superhero. You can do super, super speed, super fly, punch people in the buildings. It's incredible. Uh, they took a really different approach. And they're like, we are going back to basics, truly back to basics. No superpowers, mm -hmm. no, nothing crazy. Uh, we're going back to Saints Row 1. Uh, and it's angered a lot of people. And I get why. Because this, this trailer is a pretty traditional trailer, if you ask me. Um, it is not, it is very reminiscent of old Saints Row, but people don't really like that old Saints Row. Um, so I'm excited because I believe in the developers and they have a cool vision, they say they do, uh, for this these young people becoming crime lords. Uh, do you guys have any anything? Because like, I don't think this trailer did anything for a lot of regular people, to be honest. It didn't really do much for me. I only know Saints Row by name. I never really mm -hmm. played the games because I remember when I first saw footage of Saints Row when it first came out that it was, it was a GTA knockoff because the only games I played are GTA, like GTA 5. Or I will watch my brother play San Andreas and Vice City. So watching this trailer, like once again, this is a fully cinematic trailer. There's no gameplay being shown, but I can only assume it's it's gonna harken back to the first Saints Row games. Um I third mean, person shooter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, third person shooters, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the trailer looks cool. It's you got some like this guy who just threw his motorcycle and bashed a dude's head in. And I mean, really, this doesn't really do much. I wasn't a fan of the first of Saints Row before the reboot. Um, I probably, unless I hear amazing things, I might yeah. dive into this. But other than that, I'll probably just skip it and go somewhere else. Do you think this is going to operate like Fortnite? <clears throat> no. I, and I see people with that comparison a lot, but Saints Row came up before Fortnite, and it's always kind of looked like this. No, no, no. I mean, like, like the the way you do Fortnite, the way you do Apex Legends. Oh, no, no, no. This is a this is a this is a single player open world story game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they've already explained explained that. The I thing mean, the that visual, that, I was I was gonna say the visuals do look great, but once again, this is a pre rendered CG anime trailer. Yeah, I can't say anything about. Unlike with Dread, where we saw gameplay. That looked gorgeous. You, the game, yeah. the the graphics we saw in gameplay were the same we saw in cutscenes. Whereas I could feel that if you go from cutscene to gameplay in this one, that's going to be vastly different. Yeah, I'm not worried about the quality because this is going to be like a like a big budget PS5 game. I'm just yeah. I it's hard to it's hard to go back after experiencing Saints Row Four, which is like the crazy maybe one of the craziest games I've ever played in my life. And like they they say they believe in the story and the characters and that's the thing about saints row that that's why people gravitate towards it opposed to gta like all of the characters in saints row are awesome they are so fun and lovable and a lot of the characters in gta are just assholes um and it's like it's just a very different type of game so like i believe yeah. in these developers uh and also it's nice just to have a a big open world game that's like filled with good stuff like yeah i know at least there'll be a good game i'm not worried it, about that it feels like it's primed to take that spot that like free guy looks like it lives in yeah which is between oh, Fortnite and gta yeah 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 so it could be its moment. Yeah. Ooh, we got one called the Serpent Rogue. Uh, this is what you you put on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Ooh. I'm so I like interested. I like talking about indie games. I do too. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, um, I totally miss I missed this one. Damn. I thought I caught them all all the big ones. No, you're good. Uh, I thought this looked okay at first, and Ooh, then yeah, the, more, the more I watched it, the thing that that's standing out to me is I really like the the world style. Yeah. Um, there's not a ton that you can. You know extrapolate on right now uh it, you, we are seeing gameplay but like yeah it, it is a it is a open world survival yeah um but i i'm kind of enamored with the art style um and the longer i watched it the longer i am watching it yeah the more i'm like i i would at least like to give this a shot yeah, yeah. um it's I, certainly one i want to keep you can you can for. tame dogs and that immediately makes me interested uh you turn into a big monster that seems cool uh, you, I wonder if this is a roguelite because 
this type of game a lot of these are where like you know Ooh. you survive as long as you can build up a base as long as you can until you die well, those, um, are cool looking, those are cool looking monsters right there yeah Ooh, excuse me yeah I, I really like the look of it and so i'm 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 curiously interested yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly bam 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 let's talk about oh blasphemous oh my god okay so blasphemous is this excellent and i'm gonna go back to it now that there's more dlc coming out it's this excellent um side-scrolling uh dark souls platformer uh that's based in um uh uh, what's it called spanish inquisition like iconography and also religious iconography but it's like super dark souls dark and spooky and you see this cool monsters here um did you play it in english or spanish i started it in spanish yeah yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah. uh it 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 adds to the tone so much like it's it is and it's a spanish developer so it actually like it feels like proper that's how it should be wait waypoint with them where they were like uh they talked with the team and they're like you know honestly like some things that we put into the script just don't translate to english that's exactly why i did it Yeah. yeah uh um but yeah this is a a terrific terrific game and it just it's selling so well even years later like they're adding more dlc and they announced free dlc free dlc and they announced a sequel yeah. uh, or, uh uh that's coming out next year i believe so um no, 2023 2023 there you mm-hmm. go um but yeah i this is a, a franchise that i'm incredibly super, beautiful yeah super, i remember no I, I remember ryan you telling me because after i beat dark souls 3 with my brother you were telling me that i need to play blasphemous because i will get dark souls vibes out of this and just watching right. this trailer like seeing the the lady with the armor when she like she's crying with her eyes covered and seeing that same armor set i'm like that looks like dark souls oh yeah this oh, is dark souls and of oh, course yeah. right after this the announcement of blasphemous 2 coming out in 2023 and now it's like you know what how much money do I have in my eShop wallet? I should definitely check this out because this is on it's Nintendo, right? Yeah, it's definitely a U game. Yeah, you can play it on your Switch. Um, and I've heard that that's a totally solid way to, to go through it. Yeah. That's what I have it on. Um, so yeah, and I, I do recommend like playing it in Spanish with subtitles. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so this game, New World, this is an MMO made From by Amazon. Amazon and Amazon last last game Crucible failed miserably and it was taken off shops because it was so bad. Uh, oh. Luckily, luckily this game is in much better shape and people actually like it. Right. It's been in, it's been in. Oh. Move the mouse. Oh no! There you go. Uh, uh, it's been in beta for for a long time. Uh, it's had open betas last uh, year. People seem to really like it. It takes place in a fictional 17th century New World, so like you know, like leaving England to come to America, but a fake version of that where there's monsters and um. Uh, there's a comic book called Manifest Destiny that this really reminds me of, uh, and it makes me really excited. Uh, I'm very into this idea. I love MMOs, but when they're done really well, which is why I haven't played one in a while because they're not very great anymore. Right. Um, but I just love the aesthetic, and it's more of a um, a um, what's it called like action based instead of like turn clicked like old MMOs. Like it's more action based. Uh, they're definitely really yeah. trying to uh, get an audience for it mm-hmm. because it pretty much every trailer i watched for gamescom the ad before was new world oh yeah they got that uh, it was for me it was new world and um director's cut ghost of tsushima and yeah. it got yeah. to the point where if i was like if i have to see another goddamn trailer from new world <laughs> screw this game well guess what we got one right here baby um i, so, I know it's so my thing my thing with new world is i was definitely nervous like just at the outset that it seems so heavily into like colonizers and that being like the main basis for the game yeah it looks like it's expanded outside of that but honestly i can't tell how much is rooted in the story for it yeah um which gives me pause just because any kind of like story trying to tackle 
like colonialism or, yeah. or any type of uh colonizing that's why it's a fake world is usually <laughs> is usually even in fake worlds is no, like I you know. know like where's the one thing where we kind of go Ooh, star trek um it's yeah. colonization <laughs> yeah. and so like uh i i i don't know uh what to think or what to feel about it and we'll, we'll kind of see uh as it goes it's it's highly highly unlikely i'll ever touch it all yeah yeah I, you're not really an mmo guy um yeah, uh, I am, and it was WoW, and that, that was, was fifteen years and, ago. And it was it, it was WoW, and it's Guild Wars two, and like it, also if, it, if I'm not ago. going back to Guild Wars two, then I'm not going back to an MMO. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> everyone who I've who I've seen play this, I haven't seen any like uh, any problems. But also, there are people who don't really point out political things, so yeah. like maybe yeah. they're not the right people. So it's hard to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, baby, we got Nasir, son of man. Hey, did you pick this because it looks like Metal Slug? I did. I you're just, you're 100. <laughs> I picked it because it looks like metal. Slug. Yeah, I yeah. just wanted to talk about that. There's a game coming out that looks like metal. Slug. It's like Russian cyberpunk. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like steampunk metal slug right there. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, it also cool. seems like the second half, like the first half of the trailer is front loaded with all this crazy action, but the second half is all like emotional. Yes, yeah, a long trailer backstory oh, wow. stuff. Wait, um, how long is this trailer? Four minutes. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh. I'm just. I'm just. I'm really intrigued. Uh, I like that it looks like it plays so much like Metal Slug and that it seems like it has a, a really heartfelt, well-thought-out story at yeah. the heart of it. Um, I'm I'm interested. Uh, this is this is appealing to me on a lot of my best senses. So. Wow. Yeah, I have uh, N-A-S-E-R. Naser. Naser, son of man. Ooh, okay. Definitely some political stuff going on. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one I, I want to keep an eye on. I think it looks cool. Speaking of keeping an eye on, watch out for that outbreak on Outbreak Island. Okay, so like, uh, I saw the title, and I saw an image from this, and this trailer was not what I thought it yeah. was going to be at it's, all. It, it's a survival, it's like it's like another like open world survival thing, um, but it's, it's more like story-based where you're trying to find the clues of what happened to this island. But I thought it would be like zombies or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's something... It's something spooky. Something way different. And like, the atmospheres look really good. Yeah. Um, this has action in it, right? I think yes, I it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that what you're looking at now is a lot of the atmosphere stuff. Yeah, this is where it picks up into the action. Yeah, you're building houses um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, the atmosphere impressed me uh, mm -hmm. to an extent where I'm like, if I if I'm hearing good things about this, the environment looks like something that might be really cool to Parkour. play in. Parkour. Oh yeah, it's, you got like um, what's called fatal frame almost, where you take mm -hmm. pictures mm -hmm. of, of monsters. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you use a camera as a weapon, I'm and I and I'm definitely like you've already got me interested that like this dude's just randomly here on this island trying to figure out why and trapped, and there's a big pillar of green light, uh, just billowing up into the sky, and I'm like, okay, yeah, what's up with that? I'm I'm definitely intrigued. Absolutely, yeah. This is uh, when it's come out. It doesn't have a release date, does it? Whoop. I don't think it not does. yet. Coming soon. Yeah. Oh, baby, here's a game. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. Okay, okay. So the only reason that we are talking about Jurassic World Evolution one? Two is because of the trailer that we're going to look at after. Got it. So Makes Jurassic sense. World Evolution came out, mm -hmm. and apparently it did well enough that they want to do a sequel, which is like it's going more into the dinosaurs live in the world now. So they're building right. like nature preserves around earth. Mm -hmm. Cause the looks of, as when, cause I did see this trailer and the looks of it. And by the looks of it, you're, you're not a park official. You work for the um, fish and wildlife bureau, the Bureau of fish and wildlife, which is an actual yeah. United States run bureau. It's an actual federal agency. Right. 
I don't know if you necessarily work for them or you're just using the land that they have. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's running with the premise that Fallen Kingdom set up and it's and it's basically like you can do the stuff from Jurassic World Evolution, except now it's not just an it's island. in the you world. You can put it in the desert. Yeah. You can put it in the valley. You could... It, cool fine whatever move on yeah uh that first one did sell well enough but i didn't hear good enough things for me to want to play it yeah this other one though this one so it's weird this is like that nickel meme joke it's weird that it happened twice um <laughs> somebody decided that they saw jurassic world evolution and they could do it better uh at least potentially uh-huh this is really interesting and the only reason why this one really got me is i was looking at it and i'm like okay so it's basically just not jurassic world but we're doing the same shit uh as evolution uh-huh it's it's the customization on the dinosaurs. Yes. It's the 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 variety of how they can look yep. that really caught my eye. Oh, that's a cutie. Uh, this is far more expansive than just like the Jurassic Park dinosaurs or even dinosaurs you didn't see in Jurassic Park, what those dinosaurs would look like. This is like extrapolating the ideas of like what you think dinosaurs look like, what scientists postulate dinosaurs look like. So here's a great shot where it shows the variety. Like, Oh, yeah. All these different environments, all these different dinosaurs. Um, this is very like... Uh, Cheetah! Uh, very much the team wanting to expand on the concept of what we could imagine dinosaurs to look like. I mean, and uh, I find that incredibly ambitious. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I'll play it, but I think it's really interesting that they're putting it up against Jurassic World Evolution Two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be and, honest, it already looks ten times better than Jurassic it looks, World. It looks really good. Yeah. It looks really good. I'm I, I know the footage. I know the footage for Jurassic World said it was alpha footage so obviously it's not the best so, but at the same time i'm looking at this was, like this looks gorgeous so there was a jurassic park game uh, the name escapes me right now but it came out a while ago on the ps3 and the xbox 360 that was a park builder and it was fine it was fun you had missions it was called jurassic park, park builder so, yeah. i don't know if it was quite that but yeah. um uh so you, you know you'd build the park and you go and you do the safari and it'd be fun to watch and i had that experience it's great um Jurassic World Evolution and Jurassic World Evolution 2, I think like the main appeal is meant to be you watching the dinosaurs. I'm like, just go watch the movies at this point. The prehistoric kingdom, like those feel like animals I want to actually build a preserve of and watch. Um, It also sounds like the AI is like more sophisticated for them, at least from the snippets I was able to gather from the team. Um, They're really trying to focus in on like reaching towards that monster hunter world uh ambition of like these creatures act like creatures uh just existing in an environment i'm like that's shit i'd watch i i love like i i played roller coaster tycoon so much and zoo tycoon so like this is like the next step like surprisingly there haven't been that many dinosaur zoo tycoons and i'm like well it's finally i'll, I'll probably check this one out if it's good hmm. Sorry, I'm the computer man and i'm drinking here <laughs> all right guys we got a cool fight club coming up next it's called midnight fight express so oh, yeah. this reminds me a little bit of Sifu, but that doesn't mean you can't have two nice things at the same time. Uh, this is a cool beat-em-up, uh, uh, a little more ice, uh, isometric uh, uh, top-down. Um, but the animation is just so good, and every like kick and punch like animates like differently, and it's yeah. just like really great uh, uh, ragdoll. Yeah, I think it it the it looks so fluid. Yes, fluid. Um, and that's the word. that's what's really drawing my eye to it. Uh-huh. Um, and the environments look so dynamic and different. Uh, like this reminds me of John Wick more than like a seafood. It's it, yes, I agree. Um, it's caught my because my biggest thing about seafood is I'm not, I'm not sold visually on looking at the action. Yeah. yeah, I I fully acknowledge that maybe playing. We'll talk about seafood in a bit, but like maybe playing seafood 
it would feel good. Yeah. But watching it doesn't feel good. Watching this feels good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing all the watching the the enemies just like like Ryan said earlier, they just ragdoll is really fun to watch. And it's like, man, because I remember when I first got a game, I want to say it was Half-Life 2 with ragdoll or it wasn't just ragdoll physics, but also it was just the crazy physics in that game in general. It was fun to play with. So every time there was a game that had crazy physics, ragdoll physics, I'm like, no, this is fun. And this looks like a a good time to me. It looks like it has such a wide variety too of uh, like missions and environments and things you can do in the world. Like it's, it's, very appealing. Summer 2022. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I missed this one, and I'm glad Ooh. you put it on the list. Ooh. Wolf Stride. I'm I here am, for your neck. I am this? into this one. I am so, so this into is, this one. This is. It's not just like a mech game, but it's like it's like a, a like a card builder or something. It's like a, a mech. Okay, so it's like a mech RPG that's also a deck builder or like a a bot builder. And yeah. you also, it also has a bunch of mini games to it. But one of the things I really like about this is that this looks like a video game manga where it's all yeah. in black and white. There's no color and you have this to go do odd jobs to build your mech, which is known as the cowboy. You have to build a better mech to win fights. And the more fights you win, the more money you get and the, and the better you can build your robot. Man, you show me a menu with a bunch of robot parts that different have different types and, and budgets. That is that that is Ryan only up to a core. Oh yeah, God. I think I think you, a lot of this. This looks screen great. is this is me. Yeah, I think a lot of this looks so very cool, and you don't see a ton of like this part black of and the white action too. like animation. But when you see it, it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think that it, like if I'm hearing good things, this is a a must buy. Like, yeah. This is this is a game that I think has a lot of cool ideas about how do we make a unique mech game behind it. Uh, I think they're nailing it so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very, very unique. Uh, and again, any, any, anything to make me play a mech game I'm into. Yeah. Woo! Tandem. Yo, this might be my, one of my favorite things that I've seen here. You guys, uh, Tandem of Tale of Shadows is a, a cooperative, or I think it's a single player, but it's a cooperative in game. It is uh, single player. It's a single player puzzle game using different, uh, uh, perspectives, of of down oh. and then up, it is. I've never seen a game like this before. Uh, yeah. This is so impressive. Uh, the only thing the, is, the, it reminds me of the Wii Paper Mario. Yeah, but you have two characters rather than like you yes. pick the areas where you switch. Every area is all about you switching the perspective between two characters rather than just like select places where you switch from the three D to the two D. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Those Paper Marios had those. But like, this, small but sections. this is yeah. a, but this looks really, really cool, and the puzzles look really interesting. I, man, I wish it was two player, but I get why. Like one person wouldn't be doing something for a while. Um, this is, yeah, this looks so gorgeous. Uh, again, like a new, a new idea that I haven't really seen done well. Uh, I'm super stoked for this one. Um, they talked a lot about like the progression of, of it. Uh, it sounds a lot like uh, it takes two in the yeah, sense yeah. of uh, what you go through on the puzzles of like each chapter. Um, you culminate in learning new tools or new things and you use all of them Ooh. to uh, encounter your boss battles at the end. I love it. Yeah, it looks, looks, looks super cool. Oh, back to Fight Club, baby. What happens if you get beat up a lot? You get old. Welcome to Sifu. I like the art of this. I just don't think the action looks as good as I want it to. Yeah. I uh, think I think I'm hoping it plays well. If yeah. it feels good, then we're we're golden. But I can already imagine the the PlayStation 5 controller with every punch giving like a brrr, for like sure. A brrr, like I'm yeah. I'm hoping uh because I, I want to I want to like this game. Um yeah. 
but I'm I I it's honestly at the point where I need to put hands on it yeah. to know. If Midnight Flight Express, if I didn't see that, I'd be all in on this one. Sure. But now that I know that game exists, I'm like, oh hey. Yeah, yeah so. I'm definitely if I had to choose between Sifu or Midnight Flight Express, I pick Midnight Flight Express as well. This um, is honestly this has honestly been my challenge since anyway. Sifu started marketing itself, is that I'm I'm like, this looks like something I could like, but I feel like I need to touch it to know. Yeah. Yeah. Sandwalkers. I'm not normally big on these kind of games, um, but this, uh, and we aren't going to hear it right now. So if you haven't watched it, you're going to have to watch it on your own. But um, this game uh, sold me on the lore because basically the, the next two minutes of this trailer are just beautiful art and then yeah. telling you what this world is. And I'm like, okay, this looks like a world I want to be in, even if it's not a kind of game I usually want to play. It's a turn-based roguelite yeah. exploration game. Okay. Every uh, every game is one of those. But the <laughs> but the lore of this and the characters seem so compellingly interesting and unique and original. Uh, I I think it's gonna get me. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's I'm a giant cobra dude just walking by. He's talking to a giant snail. Uh, Brandon won't play this then. No, he won't. He hates snakes. Uh, um, I like turn based shit. I, I yeah. enjoy turn-based stuff. Yeah, this is this is this trailer is more lore than anything else. There's very little like in the moment gameplay shown. Yeah, so when I watched this trailer first, I thought uh, this part was gameplay. I've heard this rolling a ball. I'm like, I like walking simulators, but I don't know about this one. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this is just uh, just lore. Yeah, uh, uh, I agree. I think the lore looks really cool. I'll have to see some actual gameplay. Visually, it looks uh, gorgeous. Oh, the last aura crew. How do you do? Oh, there it is. Oh, not working. Hold on, technical difficulties. There we go. What's this one again? Okay, so um, this dude. Oh, this one, right, right, right. This is a dude, and he's explaining that like he has no idea why he's here, uh, and he's trying to learn it. And it's like a, a interesting mix of sci-fi and fantasy. Yes, it, um, yeah. This is the role-playing game where it's like every, like there are thousands of choices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it sounds really ambitious. Yes. Um, and I I like the idea of mixing these genres. A lot of the gameplay isn't selling me. Um, yes. But the concept has me uh, at least wanting to hear more. I've I've played enough bad RPGs that sounded big in scope. Right. Uh, so I have reservations, but this, this looks cool. This one also seems like it's uh, much like what we're seeing. A lot of it is still kind of early in. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that like we're going to hear more and, and we'll see more that looks a little sharper. Uh but I do like the idea presented here of this guy not aware of what's going on. Well, I do like now, now that I see gameplay though, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. No, the <laughs> gameplay, the gameplay looks rough. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not not positive about yeah. this. I, mean, I like uh, how the, it said that you can play with co-op, but I also agree with Ryan because every time I feel when RP when games with like RPGs like this saying, Oh, your choices matter, there's multiple endings, multiple paths, they say that, but then their definition of multiple is maybe like three. Yeah. Maybe four. And maybe. then you look at a, a game like Chrono Trigger, which how many endings does Chrono Trigger have? Five? Ten, ten if you're Shadow the Hedgehog. Ooh. Speaking of Shadows. Okay. <laughs> so here's a game that, um, that, so yep. this game came out in 2015. Uh, the original Dying Light. And I picked it up with three of my coworkers and it ended up being like the most fun I've had uh, with a game like in a long time, and I played the game for like a solid month with these three other people. 
Uh, Dying Light is a open world parkour zombie survival game um, where the parkour is really, really, really good. And the fighting is really, really and, good. And to Ben's point, what he was just talking about, like where your choices matter, like your choices matter in this game because you choose how you help factions. Yep. You choose yep, yep. you choose things and you can literally be like, hey, that choice you made, you kind of screwed over this whole this whole section of the world. Yeah. Um, um, they're they're kind of going to die now. Great uh, job. And the cool thing about uh, this world, there's like, obviously like there's regular zombies and then there's like big monster zombies. The thing about... Uh, the world in this there's a 24 hour night uh, day night cycle and at night the zombies become worse and then the super evil monster zombies come out so like being mm. out at night is like it's double the danger but also double the reward because there's extra stuff at night to collect um this game's been in development for five years and it got canceled at one point and then they brought it back um i am so excited for this game yeah it looks I, really good i i love parkouring in games uh, i love zombie open world survival games and like that that first game's excellent uh, and I was bummed when it was canceled. It looks like they've uh, upped the parkour even more for yeah. the first one. Like, look at this. Awesome. Like, yeah. you, you take really a zombie incredible down. Moves. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm super, super into this game, and it is still a big co-op, like big open world game. So, uh, maybe, maybe some of us will play. I think. I think you'd really like this one, Ben. Yeah, it's right. it's, it's it's very melee. I think you'd focused. like Dying Light. I I think you should play Dying Light. Yeah, yeah. What I'll I do. Also, I just looked it up because I was curious. Chrono Trigger has twelve different endings. Ooh, twelve. There it is. I love it. Ooh, Townscaper! Pretty... I've played this game. This game has been on PC for a while, but it's coming to Switch. Uh, this is... I just think it's real charming. It is, no, it is truly, like, one of the most relaxing, fun games. It's not even a game. It's just, like, you just build towns. And you just color them, and it has, like, an algorithm, so you can just, like, build any type of castle you want. Um, it's truly, like... It makes so much sense for it to It be is a Switch. perfect mm -hmm. Switch game. Like... Oh man, have a drink or spark up a little something, whatever you're into, and just build the town of your dreams. You can do it on like an ocean, you can do it on land. The it's sound design is so satisfying. It's 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 chill town <laughs> USA, my guys. Oh, it's, yeah. like it's like Sim City. It's like Sim City, but just chill. It's 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 Sim City with literally no complications or no yeah. uh, uh, like uh, there's no objective. Like you just build a city. Like and there's no you just do it. It, it, seems, pretty... it seems very, very charming. I like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on Switch. That is the perfect, perfect Switch game. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of perfect games, I don't know. Time Loader looks really cool. <laughs> this is a time travel game, a time travel puzzle platformer game. Yeah. You do, Did you watch this one, Ben? No, I did not. Okay, just take a look at it for a second, because I think it looks really neat. Uh, yep. Yeah, you're just a little robot sent from the past, or excuse me, sent from the future to stop a, like, a cataclysmic event from happening. And you just gotta like make your way downtown walking fast as a robot. <laughs> yeah, so you're solving pu puzzles bit by bit, and okay. it seems like you travel back and forth. Yeah, uh, through time, so that kind of helps you to know how you're doing with the puzzles and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you go into like the little microwave box, and then you come out in the past or the future. Oh, it's the micro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this comes out. It doesn't say why. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, this looks really cute. I'm sure this is like like you know, a little quick game to play uh yeah. definitely interested in this one this is definitely looks like something you can sit down and play for a few minutes at for a few minutes at a time you don't have to sink so many hours into it like other games are do absolutely uh this also looks like maybe one of those games you suck at parking uh, god I like this one looks great stopping parking. stopping is parking so you can never stop unless you're actually gonna park uh, uh yeah this looks really cool i this, don't remember seeing a trailer for this before if they ever if, unless this i is don't new. think so i think this is an announcement okay trailer. yeah um 
I think this looks like really fun uh, for a little, like probably not very expensive indie game. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to put in some money and, and spend a couple hours on this. Oh, and you can customize it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think the obstacles look great. I think the courses look great. Um, such a simple but entertaining concept, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Great, great visual design. Like just when the title says you suck at parking, I was like, what the heck does that entail? But watching the gameplay footage and seeing this game in action, I'm like, oh no, this looks like a fun game to play with friends. It's like, oh, I bet I can get that in a bit quicker time than you. This mm -hmm. is definitely a game I could probably put some hours into just to nail that one trick to get through the obstacle and prove that I don't suck at parking. Yeah, I really, I really like, I really like the look of this. I think it's very, very cute. Yeah, yeah. I really hope it comes out on Switch. I really a lot of games I, are placed. Oh, sure it's, it's the inevitable path. Or you can just get the uh, the the Steam oh, the portable Steam the oh, Steam, Steam Deck. Yeah. Uh, so this is a game, uh, a sequel to a game I haven't played yet. Uh, Lost Judgment is a sequel to Judgment, which is a yep. Yakuza spinoff. Uh, mm. But this franchise, uh, uh, Judgment, focuses on being a private detective, a private investigator. So you're doing like more detective work and like solving crimes, interviewing people. Uh, it's still like a, a beat em up like Yakuza is, but it's more like uh, uh, detective based. Narrative based. Narrative yeah. based, yeah. Or not that Yakuza isn't, but this is yeah, definitely yeah. more detective stuff. Um, we're not going to watch a six minute trailer. It's a bunch of stuff about characters none of us yep. know anything yep. about. But that game is cool. Speaking of other things that are cool. That trailer looked cool. The story looked cool. Uh, speaking of things that are cool, alien languages, my guys. I love them. I thought that was you guys, annihilation. You guys, you guys want to explore the concept <laughs> of religion and science at the same time? Yeah. So here we are. So this game is coming out in a couple months. Um, some people have already started playing it, and I'm hearing lots of mixed things about it. Um, so I'm not, so I think this looks incredible. My, which makes me even more sad if it's not really good. So my understanding about it is the concepts of religion and like how that influences your relationship with what you're doing in the world your space explorer. and how you've evolved over time so basically like the the really 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 simplified version is that somebody wrote books about what the concept of like the importance of the universe and the purpose of it is and generations and generations go by and those uh books are now the law of uh how they this whole group of people believe the universe functions yeah and you are contributing to that belief system by your exploration um, that sounds really cool. There's a lot of interesting concepts at play. The art is visually very appealing. Yeah. Apparently the handling is not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if the gameplay isn't there, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like the gameplay might not be there from early, early playthroughs. Uh, uh, it gives me No Man's Sky vibes in terms mm -hmm. of like you're scanning things, you're going to multiple worlds to collect things. Um, it's definitely more like like but a people narrative. have been very specific that yeah. this is not um yeah it's, it's very focused. narrative focused yeah. uh your your events are not randomized you are experiencing specific things for specific reasons mm -hmm. at specific moments yeah i think uh i hope that one turns out to be all right oh my gosh so here's a funny thing this game gigabash i thought this game came out already and i bought it but what i bought was override uh mecha override too. oh sure yeah uh because uh -huh. uh, i was like oh that's a mech game i wanted to play it turns out this is the net game I've been waiting to play, you guys. Insane. I remember seeing a trailer for this, I want to say last year, and I was curious yeah, about yeah, we, it. We watched, we watched an early teaser. What's awesome about this trailer is that they showed that these these kaiju do some incredible things, like get bonus transformations, which I think is awesome. I love it. Uh, that they uh, transform into even bigger kaiju, even grander forms, Dynamax. which is something that has happened in kaiju films and i love that it's come to this game um 
this looks like a ton of fun. I can definitely see ourselves and Brandon uh, doing these four player uh, fights oh, with yeah. each other, um, teaming up two v two or whatever. Um, this looks cool. This yeah. looks like a really, really inventive, uh, clearly made by people who love the genre uh, game. Um, yeah, we don't get enough. I can't. I can't wait to see. We don't get like, enough. Big these transformations here. look so good. Yeah. Yeah, just seeing that robot, I'm already thinking. I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be my main when I get." Uh, this how game. it totally changes like the fight because your size like. Triples. You know, this reminds me of Power Stone. Look at that! Look at that transformation. This reminds me of Power Stone. It reminds me of that too. Yeah, I agree. Monster and I Power, love Stone. Power Stone. Uh, I'm all about this. I think oh, this yeah. looks awesome. I can't wait yeah. to play it. Oh yeah. Oh, this, yeah. Being a bash. Does it have a release date? Uh, coming soon. Okay, it's coming to PS4, so that's good. Oh, oh, oh yes. So yes, 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 yes. This is this why one. I'm mad Brandon didn't do this with us. Yeah. This game is why I'm mad Brandon Yo, man, didn't Ram do this, this is cute us. Rampage. Hey, you remember Rampage? You want to be kawaii, essentially? This mm -hmm. is it. Oh, just every, when I was watching this trailer, I was like, I need to make sure I get to talk about this because this game looks so damn cute. Uh, it's so adorable. And I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, this gives me Rampage vibes. And I go down to the description. It's like a Rampage inspired. I'm like, well, of course it's Rampage inspired, but it's so gorgeous. The art style, the pixel art's great. The music is <laughs> just so everything about this looks great. Punish unbelievable. You're right about it being like Rampage, but this is the thing. It's also got environmental messages. Hemosaurus is here to punish those who are hurting the environment. Punish oh. non-believers. And it's co-op. Great. Uh, I'm here. I love it. I yeah. think this looks great. Uh, I yeah. Honestly, yeah, because there, I don't think there's a, a release date for this one yet, but I'm pretty sure this is also coming out on Switch. Because let's see, where is it? Yeah, it's coming out. Okay, yeah, it's coming out on Switch on the Nintendo eShop. It doesn't have a release uh, date. I've, I've looked ahead at the trailers we have left, and everything from here on is bangers. That's why I kind of say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. All yeah, right. absolutely. Good. Everything Good. from here is bangers. I, I think right. out of all the trailers I've seen, besides Metroid Dread, the mm -hmm. ones that I did not know were coming... Terra of the Hemosaurus is my absolute favorite one. That's the one I'm most excited for. Besides like so Dread and, and Shredders, like and Shredder's Revenge. I'm, I'm also excited I'm for this one. This one looks really cool too. Oh my god. I forgot the uh, about the the, the Gorgonites. <laughs> the small soldiers. Small soldiers. This game looks incredible. I want to play this so bad. Um, All right, so, so this game looks there, so the, you know, this game reminds me a lot. There's a Dreamcast game called Toy Commander, where essentially you were playing as toy vehicle like toy vehicles toy planes and you were so the, the yeah. vehicles themselves look like military vehicles and stuff they yeah. don't look like toys but your enemies look like toys like the final boss was a terminator-esque teddy bear that was yes. locked away I, in the attic that game that was a game i played on dreamcast oh guys this is a left for dead yes. i thought this was a multiplayer no, player co-op i thought this was a multiplayer game this is left for dead yes ah! I, I I'm so excited about that. So it's a four player co-op. It's a it's a PVE campaign. Yes, I'm into um, it. I think this will be a ton of fun uh, oh, yeah. for us to play. I think it's very very cool. This reminds uh, me of Ryan Otley's art stuff. This is Invincible. this is one 100 we're doing uh, for together. Amazing. Very likely in arcade. I I huh? totally saw the systems in the last second. What systems are uh, is this coming out let's for? Let's see. Let's see. I'm coming. It's, uh, it's I don't think it's it didn't say. Oh, I'm sure it's everything though. Yeah, I'm sure it's everything. Right. Uh. Oh, hey guys! This is the first Star Wars or Lego game I've been actually excited for in a really, really long time. Yeah, um, not yeah. just because it's a collection of all the Star Wars games. The Lego franchise has been very stagnant in the way it like the games are, and this is like the first time that they're actually changing it so it's more behind the back and it's more cinematic yes. and it's more like 
it just looks infinitely a, a better. Regular video game. It just yeah. looks like a regular video game, and like no offense to those Lego games, right? Um, but it, it also awesome. it's keeping the charm and the humor that the Lego games are known for. Like the scene where we saw where like, how did my father die? And then Obi Wan's like, so you still get that cheeky, that tongue in cheek humor. But at the same time, I do agree. This looks like a Lego game because no offense to the other Lego games. I'm sure they're fine games. I just haven't really played them and put the time into it. Zooming that camera in makes it look infinitely better. Infinitely yeah. better. Uh, yeah. Um, they they really went completely back to the drawing board and remade those originals from top to bottom. There, there's nothing is carrying over from them. What's crazy is also like you're not playing the games from one to nine. You kind of can do whatever you want, like an open this world game a, in the galaxy. So this has this has been uh, standard for recent Lego games. Yeah. If you do Jurassic the Jurassic Park games, they're like this. Okay. Um, from from Lego, uh, they, they then, let you kind of go about it in the way that you want to, okay. and you exist in hub worlds, which are incredibly well designed. And the Star Wars ones are no different that we're seeing here. Like I've just done the this, Marvel. Lego this ones. world is so true to the films like mm -hmm. there's so many environments that they are recapturing so well uh it it looks like just a good time to just play yeah. through those movies it looks like a good time this game yeah. was supposed to come um, out like three years ago it was um well what was i gonna say um yeah lego indiana jones was um one of the lego games i first started playing and you can pick which movie to go to first it doesn't matter mm -hmm. which one it was uh, it was this was the original trilogy, by the way. So you can, if you want to start off in Temple of Doom, start off in Temple of Doom. Yeah, but the the hub worlds have gotten far more expansive since mm -hmm. then. Uh, mm -hmm. As you can see, like you can fly to Tatooine, you can fly to all these other places. Uh, that's that's not in missions. That's just you going and doing things. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm definitely yeah. I'm definitely gonna get this Lego game. It looks really really good. Yeah. Uh, Cult of the Lamb, my friends. Oh my I okay. Here's another. Needed this until I saw it. The second I watched this, I'm like, what the frack am I watching? And so, then as the more I watched it, I'm like, I really want to get this game. This mm -hmm. this animation is gorgeous. The concept is so cool. But then the gameplay happened and I was like, the gameplay looks awesome. Yeah. I love the look of this game. Yeah. Uh, so so uh you you basically play someone who is like worshiping like a, a, a demon god. And like you, be, you become like a cult leader. Uh, yeah, it's, and it like, like, it's like it's a bullet hell, but it's also a hack and slash. That's also of Castle um, Crashers. Look at this art. Um, yeah. It's so cool. It reminds me of Castle um, Crashers. Uh, but uh, it's also you got like a little bit of Stardew Valley in there, where you have to like build or not Stardew Valley. Maybe Animal Crossing is a better comparison, where you have to build your town and mm -hmm. get your cult followers to give up their souls. I love it. So it's Ooh. so dark and demonic and cute at the same time. I. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the bosses yeah. are are uh, false prophets. It's so good. I think there's also like a you watch one of your guys get sacrificed and he's all like scared and then he's like oh yeah I'm being sacrificed to yes for someone. yes right here uh, oh, oh no maybe not there but yeah 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 it, it's a, I, I know what you're talking about it's the, the one yes right here and he's like this is the guy. Yeah. This is right. yeah he's still yeah. me. You know what the triangle uh, dude uh, sparks you know what the dude on top of the lamb's head reminds me of a lot hmm. Bill Cipher from uh, Gravity Falls sure yeah it's got that eyeball. It's got the eyeball of that yep, right there. Yeah, I'm 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 all about that. I'm picking that up for sure. All right. Um Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh my god. This is the first Call of Duty that I've been excited for in oh, oh boy, lots of lots of years. That you guys. that cinematic trailer was neat. This sold me. Uh 
so this is going back to because Call of a, Duty. When it, hold on, real quick, Ben. When Call of Duty, the first like six games have had incredible campaigns. Call of Duty was always known for having really uh, excellent uh, like uh, single player campaigns, and mm-hmm. the multiplayer has always been good, right? But then they realized that only two percent of play the campaigns like the moment in i want to say modern warfare 2 when commander shepherd kills your character in cold blood shepherd that was that that was like uh it was a holy shit moment that was like top 10 anime betrayals right there when Um, this guy who's been leading you to fight this war has been in on it from the beginning yeah um i still think my favorite campaign is is the first black ops because that had gary oldman and and uh sam sam worthington actually being good in ice cube and Mm -hmm. uh William Hurt, like all these incredible actors. And it's like a, an incredible story about like the seventies and like brainwashing and like the cold war. Uh, and then they what just stop being recent. The numbers, yeah, mean, the numbers what do they mean? mean? You got it. Um, so oh, Call, of Duty's back, Call of Duty's back, uh, World War II. Um, it's got a fully uh, uh, like a diverse creative team behind it. Um, Laura Bailey is voicing our main character. And I, and I, Ben, you love Laura Bailey. She's in everything. I love Laura Bailey. Uh, this campaign just looks sick. And it's like, they're really trying. Uh, and it's just, of course, Call of Duty, uh, Activision has all the money in the world. So, of course, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I'm just super excited to go back to a excellent campaign in Call of Duty. I'm really excited. So, I, I completely agree. Um, for the past few years, I will especially, I want to say ever since Modern Warfare 3, mm-hmm. I've been writing Call of Duty off as kind of like Madden, where yep. it's coming out every year. It's the same shit. There's nothing. The only thing that's different is maybe a title or something. But watching the trailer for Vanguard and this gameplay trailer and just seeing it and seeing everything that you do, it's like this is like this is good. This is like this is it's this is there's good hardly any dialogue, but it's telling me a story. You were going like this one hour earlier. You were going to the medical tent to you're essentially what I assume is a nurse. You're a medical attendant, mm-hmm. and then the Nazis come, bomb Stalingrad, and now you're fighting for your life. And uh, you're I, playing. You play as uh as the the most um what what is it like the most badass like a, a sniper in in the history of England or something like the woman the history of uh, the Soviet Union. Soviet Union, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah, uh, like a real character. Uh, obviously, a lot of this is probably gonna be faked because it's a video game. But like, you know, we're taking from real history when we can. I'm like, that's always fun. Um, not to be reductive, but this does yeah. feel like you get to play in the world that that feels like 1917 like watching that um i i understand that like it's not the the same but um that's some things in that movie were so visceral for how you felt like you were right there next to them and it feels like they're capturing that feeling in this game where you really feel like you're in it yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Uh, just adding adding bringing like obviously it's war stuff but like bringing a personal touch to to these war stories is something that like call of duty has always been kind of good at um, and then obviously there's the big bombast stuff, like you mentioned, with like betrayals and like, like, oh, betray the country and stuff like that. But like, there's some really good human stuff too. And it's like, I'm yeah. glad they're getting back to that. Uh, I'm, like, I don't really care about the multiplayer. I'm sorry. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty cool skin. I'm not going to lie. That's funny. Um, but yeah, normally Call of Duty, I would just like be like, who cares? Cause the, um, I feel like a lot of people say, oh yeah, the campaigns have kind of like gone south after Modern Warfare 3. Whereas now, I mean, I'm still a little reserved because once again, it is Call of Duty, it is Activision Blizzard. But if I hear this game is like fantastic, like if the single player campaign is like glowing reviews across the board, I probably will pick this up. I I, mean, I, I simply people- I want to support it because the 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 creative team behind it is is like 
mostly women uh, and like diverse, like LGBT women. Uh, and it's just yeah. something that, again, like, yeah, Activision sucks, but also there's people at that company trying to make that place a better place for mm -hmm. the future. And I'm like, I want to support those people. And like, we finally got to do it in the biggest franchise of all time in Call of Duty. I'm there to support it. Uh, Let's see if that is it's good quality though. Yes, Ben, I agree. Yeah, Still I really, good. I really want to support. Like, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know this team yeah. was mostly women. I didn't know it was LGBTQ plus women, or or LGBTQ plus people behind it, which I think is like hell yeah. At the same time, I know when I see the name Call of Duty, I'm still a little hmm, yeah. maybe. Let me no, dip I my toe it. in the water first before I decide to fully jump in. But I'm hopeful. Seeing this We're, trailer, I am hopeful. We are uh, uh, sports. How many innings are in baseball? Nine, right? Those nine, nine. innings. Yeah, We're nine innings. We're in boys. Doke V. Holy so shit. this game took the world by storm uh, the last couple days. This game uh, is the Pokemon game that we've actually always wanted. This is it. This is the open world, ridiculously detailed in kind of weird, scary ways, while also being a monster collecting game. But it's an open world multiplayer it feels like it's so much more than just pokemon no i feel like that's a, like no, it uh, is i i know a lot of people have been like no it is it, they've been describing it that way and i it it's to me this seems like the capturing of when you were a kid and your imagination was just i wish i could do x yeah, right now yeah and you just imagined doing that thing you can just do that thing now yeah you can change what you look like you can jump into the sky this and, doesn't like, explain what the game is but i i know what the game is and it's monster collecting and you're and you every, all there's only there's not hundreds of monsters there are dozens of monsters and every time you, you get a monster you do a quest to unlock that monster and it's it's and there's giant monsters to fight and stuff so it is it is quasi pokemon it's pokemon kids gta uh it's a lot of things uh it looks it looks so wild. I like it's, it's it's so wild. The whole time I'm watching this trailer, I'm sitting here thinking, what am I watching? Do you collect monsters? Do you not collect yeah. monsters? So yeah. I am very confused, but I'm also very intrigued because it looks adorable. It's dare I say wholesome. Yeah. And it's it's like it's innocent. It's not like um it's not like Saints Row, definitely not like Call of Duty, but so, you've got but you got these kids who are just going around this Tokyo-esque looking town, just skateboarding and having a good time. And, oh, hey, let's go get these monsters. And they're cute the, monsters. They're not the like, I'm going to murder you monsters. The origin of the game is it started as an MMO. And it was going to be a Pokemon-esque MMO. And then they they tightened it, scaled it down to be a single-player co-op thing, which I think is for the best. So they can actually focus on making a good game and not have to, like, spend it on years and years and years doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Um I just think it looks gorgeous and like it's got a really unique art style of like some things are hyper detailed and then like the kids are like chibi like it's it's just unlike anything I've ever seen uh, and I, I hope it pays off because um, this has been in development for a long long time um, it's like a big it's just like a big gamble for this company like uh, and I hope it works yeah I, I think it looks stupid weird and Wait, we, some we, of that stuff just looks so cool yeah, yeah. uh and we've made it uh, uh to, to the cream of the crop it's the bottom of the ninth we're about to hit a home run y'all we're all comic book fans here um, yes we i'm are. a big fan well ben you too i don't know how much you we're all we're fans of tactical games we love fire emblem mm -hmm. we love XCOM. um this was fantasy rumored wars. last year fantasy yeah you go fantasy tactics and all that whatever you said or, i was gonna uh, say i said advanced wars oh advanced wars yes 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 um well marvel's marvel's getting one and I, this is this is basically like a dream game come true for me, uh, especially because I've been so enraptured with Ghost Rider the last month 
<laughs> Midnight Suns has been on my mind for literally weeks on end, and this gets announced. So for me, I like this is the greatest game. Serendipity. It's serendipitous, absolutely. Um, I think it looks wild. We don't know too much about gameplay, but if you played XCOM or Fire Emblem, you know what the gameplay is for those kind of games. Um, I want to hear what you guys have to think. I'm sure you're positive. Um, yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, the I, even the cover for Enter Sandman is really good, and I know that doesn't have anything to do with the game. I just it just like adds an extra level of oomph to it. Um, the whole time I'm trying, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I don't know who the like I don't know who that like Snake Lady is, but seeing the Marvel heroes like seeing Wolverine, Blade, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, just Ghost Rider, Robbie Ray is Ghost Rider, Magic, like, Magic. Oh my God, Magic is in this game. Just watching all these characters like just look. I'm like sitting here going, Oh God, this looks so good. This, so this that, so that, my friends, is Lilith. Lilith is the mother of demons. She originally um, was the daughter of Jack Dracula, and then they retconned that away. So because they can't do, they couldn't do that. Uh, you play as the Hunter, who is an original Marvel character created for this game. You could be a, a, a any, and the daughter of Lilith, and the daughter of Lilith. So you are fighting your own mother and the mother of demons. Um, yeah, also, the armor set that they have, the, like them walking up with that a uh, gold and black uh, sort of like color scheme, just looks so freaking cool. Yeah, this. This not just because I love Marvel, but like I think this is a really hype trailer. Uh, it, it gets to show off uh, heroes one that you haven't seen before, but also heroes in new lights. Like having all the heroes in mystical dark armor is like just so cool. And again, I'm in Ghost Rider mode, so I'm all about that dark aesthetic and seeing like mm -hmm. again Magic and Nico from the Runaways. Like this is a game made with so much passion. I've watched a couple of interviews of the developers. They they are so excited. They love Marvel comics. Um, like this is just this is going to be a winner. The XCOM games have been all great. Uh, got a demon dog in here. Like I, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, this is definitely um, gonna be a PS5 game for me because just those visuals alone are at like a lot of the games like Shredder's Revenge, Switch, um, Terror of the Hemosaurus, Switch. Um, there's another game, Blasphemous, Switch, mm -hmm. Midnight Suns, PS5. Yeah, you got those. Sure, I, I want the PS5. I want those visuals to pop. Yeah. Doki V2. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like. If I really want it to be like a comic book nitpicky guy, like why is Iron Man there? Why is Captain America there? Like you got to sell the game. Like I'm not mad about it. Like if, if this were a sure. big a big comic book crossover, like those guys would have their own, you know, right. uh, tie in. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too mad at that. Plus, again, nope. they're getting their own like magical armor, so it's gonna be cool. Yeah, that was the last trailer, right? That was the last trailer. Yes, sir. All right, groovy. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, Midnight Suns looked so good. Yeah, and uh, okay. Now, once again, I know I keep saying I, earlier with like Far Cry and with Saints Row, I said, yeah, it's a cinematic. We don't know what the gameplay is, but for I agree with Brian. Midnight Suns was a hype ass trailer, yeah. and I saw no gameplay footage of it. And you said it's a tacticals game. I love tactics games. I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm probably just, gonna watch a gameplay trailer. I'm like, yeah, I'm still sold. I still want it. Give me. It's just a level of bold ambition you didn't expect a Marvel game to yeah. come out with. It's right it's now. a corner of the Marvel universe that like honestly like is is like it's one of their lower ones. Like cosmic, like cosmic is like is really high right now. Like Marvel horror, like it's usually it mm. pops up every now and then. But like this is a huge ass big budget game made by the guys who made XCOM, not like a smaller team, like the guys. Um mm -hmm. also they added that in between missions, you're going to be going to this place called the Abbey, which is, again, like, helped created by Marvel. It's, like, an actual Marvel place where all the heroes hang out to do all their, their fighting. You get to have, like, uh, relationships with the heroes and become friends with them. And if you become uh, better friends with certain heroes, they unlock more powers because you have, like, a magical bond with them. That's shit out of Persona. That's JRPG oh, shit. That's also out of... Uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Yeah, because yeah. you 
because you build relationships if you build certain friendships with characters then you they like you're if they're if that unit is next to your unit they can hop in and guard you so you don't take a hit and then it's like they up your stats for that round it's really interesting dragon ball xenoverse dragon ball xenoverse xenoverse yeah so gentlemen I know I probably said my favorite trailers are the games I'm most hyped for. Um, what are yours? What games are your most hyped or what games are you most excited for after seeing these trailers? Those last five. <laughs> Honestly, like the, the last, the like, yeah, like Call of Duty, Doki V, and Midnight Suns are definitely the top three. Um, but for like the smaller games, again, um, Terraformasaurus. Uh, uh, ter- yeah, uh, that looks good. The what's it called? Uh, Tandem, the game with the multiple perspectives. Tandem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worry that the game might become like visually uh, overwhelming, maybe because there's just a lot might be going on screen. Uh, otherwise, like that is like a game I've never seen before. So I'm like, I I really would like to try that one. Um, I mean, I've said earlier, but besides my obvious one, which is Metroid Dread, um, it's definitely Shredder's Revenge because we get to play as April. Which, as far as I can, as far as I remember, this is the first time April O'Neil has ever been playable in a Ninja Turtles game. I could be wrong. But this is from what I remember from playing old beat em ups like that. I and Terra and Terra of Hemosaurus. The second oh, I yeah. finished watching Terra of Hemosaurus, I was instantly like, put those aside. I'm like, that is the one I am oh. the most excited for. Actually, there's a trailer we didn't watch, and it's okay, but it's the Death Stranding director's cut. That oh, one's sure, sure. that one's just for me. Um uh they're adding like racetracks and they're adding a Metal Gear Solid like um uh like obstacle course. Ryan, oh boy, I love it. I watched that. Hell yeah, I'm glad you watched it. Isn't I it? I watched silly? that earlier. I'm the whole time looking. So I was like, "This is Ryan's. This is Ryan's thing right here." See, I didn't beat that game because uh, uh, I I didn't fully love it. But I think with a PS5 upgrade uh, and all the DLC stuff like that will make me appreciate it more, and I can actually finish it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and that's that's it. Um, I think uh, like Cult of the Lamb. Yes. Is oh god, I forgot, I forgot uh, about Cult of the Lamb. I, Terra of Hemosaurus, Cult of the Lamb, and then my obvious ones. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really hopeful for um, Hypercharge. Yeah. Uh, the small, small soldiers. soldiers toy mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, I think if that if that really hits, I think that could be a ton of fun to play with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really into the 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 whole setup of it. And uh, as far as like a lot of the smaller indie ones, I think I, I'm just so really really curious if i'm gonna get sucked into sandwalkers yeah uh because i think that that world looks so cool the lore looks so good and i'm like i do not normally play this kind of game but, yeah but this if, one might get is that a switch game do you know uh probably i don't think i, I think it's steam and switch okay um if it is switch like that that is a the switch is perfect for turn-based stuff so you can just be on the couch just take your time yeah. Yeah. and then uh and yeah. then i think right next to like terror of hemosaurus of like oh yeah i'm buying this Gosh. is uh midnight fight express oh god i want that so bad Another game I'm really looking forward to, but once again, every time they had like the tile screen and say what consoles or systems it was available for, um, Wolfstride said it was wishlist for Steam. I really hope it eventually comes out on Switch because I feel like that game would be perfect for the Switch as well as besides beside Steam because it's it's gorgeous. I mean, like Terra of Hemosaurus and um, Shredder's Revenge, obviously they're going to be on the Nintendo Switch. That's no, there's there's no doubt about that. But Wolf uh, Wolf Stride looks so interesting. It looks like I'm playing a manga. And at first I was a little bit like, I don't know if the black and white is really going to work for me. But the more I watched, I'm like, no, this is like, I love manga. I have a huge collection of manga downstairs. 
why wouldn't I like this is giant robot manga. I mean, if they come out with a, a special version where you can turn the color on and off, cool. But as of right now, I'm totally fine with it being black and white. I want this to be on the Switch. And I really hope it is. Yeah, most, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I feel like most popular indie games end up on, on there some way, somehow. Yeah. I mean, Cuphead, after it came out on Xbox, it was immediately ported to, or not immediately, but very quickly, it was ported to Switch first. Cuphead had then, a, a one-year exclusivity deal. Yeah, and then it went to, and now it's on PS4. Yeah, Slash there's PS4. a lot of small, there's a lot of smaller examples you can definitely point to of like, move, especially mm-hmm. if the move is from Steam to Switch. Hades, yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Hades is a well. When Hades came out, it was only available for Steam and Switch. No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like usually indie games if they're on PC, they generally Steam is the second place they're at. Definitely, definitely. But uh, man, why did I say uh, Steam? Damn it, yes. But man, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good uh, games coming out. I'm like, thanks, I for, thanks, thanks for hanging out in Cologne, Germany, where Gamescom takes place. Oh, that's and, what it was. Oh. Yep, Germany. I did not know the that. biggest. Biggest convention in the world, bigger than San Diego Comic Con. One hundred thirty thousand people go every year. It's crazy. Not this year because there's a pandemic. Yeah, because you know what? I think I remember a bunch of people going to Gamescom a few years ago, like cosplayers and a bunch of people going there because you know it's Gamescom. It's one of the biggest. It is the biggest, biggest convention. But then it's like it's in Germany. I can't right. go to Germany. <laughs> you know. You know what's my other favorite thing about this Gamescom? Hmm. Uh, pretty much every trailer and all that that came out was for games that are coming out within a year. Yes. Uh, yes. So it's they're not doing the like, hey, be hyped. Like sometime in 2025, Ooh, you might yeah, play yeah. this. I mean, there are a few titles that were coming out in a few years, like Blasphemous 2 is coming out. Sure, in, uh, but that wasn't, but it wasn't, didn't come with a trailer. They, true, they true. Trailer that, the DLC and ben, said Blasphemous 2 Share my screen real quick. Sharing the screen. Coming out. This is a bloodbath of games. Elden Ring, Pokemon Legends, Tom Clancy's Extraction, Horizon, Destiny, Sifu, Saints Row, Evil Dead, uh, Marvel, Midnight Suns. This is a stacked list for the next three, for those three months. That's, that's January. That's from January to March. That's right yeah. after Christmas. That's a that's a bonanza of games, my friend. Oh my God, Elden Ring is coming out January twenty first. Oh, happy birthday God. to me, baby. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I need a PS5 so quick. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so pleased with not trying to hype us on games we're not going to touch for like five years. I feel like they learned that. Well, because I think again the pandemic. Like, I think they're learning that lesson. Yeah. Through the mm-hmm. pandemic, they're yeah. learning. Okay, okay. Yeah. Especially right. Halo, Halo Infinite being like as far as like a marketing hype machine, one of the biggest blunders that they've ever had. I still cannot believe. Last thing I'm going to say on this, uh, Halo Infinite was supposed to launch last year. It's launching this December, and it's missing Forge and co-op campaign. Like, what state was that game in last year that they were going to release it? I can't even fathom how bad that game is going to be. Like, I couldn't even. It's so crazy. Like, just take your time. We guys. live in a we live in a patch, uh, patch post world. patch world. That's uh, the worst. We, we most certainly do. Um, yeah. I mean, there were a few games I was watching that I once again I don't want to put any game down, saying like, oh, this is going to bomb on release. Mm-hmm. But when you guys told me that 12 minutes is considered a bad game, I'm now like mm, I'm a little nervous for some of them. A lot of them yeah. I'm not. A lot of them I know I'm like some of them like if I hear good things, Call of Duty Vanguard, I will definitely support. And I'll definitely play. But there are others, Terrorbeamosaurus, that I want to get day one. Yeah. Also, like Call of <laughs> Duty, uh, that game's still gonna sell. It's still gonna be the highest selling game of the year. 
Call of Duty is always oh, yeah. the highest, like high selling game. So I'm not worried about it selling. I just want to, I just want to show them like, Hey, you're doing something different. Like this is the one, like, I want to show that that matters, you know? Cause everybody always buys Call of Duty if they are already yeah. buying Call of Duty. Right. The game that, that RPG that, um, the one with where it had co-op and Ryan was saying it was a little, eh, that had like all the different, uh, endings and choices and stuff. That's mm-hmm. one of them. I forgot which one it was already. That uh, is the, uh, the last aura crew. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one. So, I mean, it has a cool idea, fantasy and sci-fi. I love mixing those two. But then it's like, you're promising a lot. And what I'm seeing is kind of choppy. So yeah. I'm scared. Like when they, when games like that do like make bold claims right out the gate, I get nervous. I'm a little sure. scared. They want to, um, they want to stand out, but also like you're setting really high bar when you do that. And I, I don't want to say that. I've written this game off, but like Jet the Far Shore, it looks great. There's a great concept there, but at the same time, I'm still a little nervous that maybe this game isn't going to click very well with with majority of gamers, and then it's gonna, and eventually it's not going to do very well. I was I always appreciate at least them trying, you know. I do you appreciate it, and also I mean I want to say it was Sparks who was saying or it was one of you guys were talking about how early reviewers were talking about the game how some love it some don't the controls might be a little bit of an issue so i'm once again i'm jet the far shore i when i first saw it it, it wasn't one of those games where i was like yes i need to get this game it was one of those like i mean that looks cool probably not gonna play it to be perfectly honest well with there's you, like there's like 30 other games that, that we could play so you don't need to play everything. yeah uh let's see what other oh another game i can't wait to get gigabash yes yeah multiplayer heaven for that yeah, yeah we do eventually we do eventually have to try override two because that is the mech game where each person controls a limb of a monster. So oh. like you'll be the left arm, I'll be the right arm and we have to co-op each other that eventually we should try that. Cause I played the, I tried to play that on my own and I was a nightmare. So I can't imagine before people. Wow. Yeah. But Giga bash. Once that comes out on PS4, I'm definitely going to begin that one. Cause I know it's fake nerd fight night. We're going to be doing that. Oh, soon. Yeah. So before that, we'll have to put Ben through some spooky games because Halloween's right around. Ooh, I'm already testing some out, spooking myself. <sighs> yep. All right. So I think that'll do it for this episode of a uh, Base Marigade Pause Menu. What do you think, gentlemen? Sounds good. Let's games calm ourselves out of here. Yeah, I just realized up in the little title screen I have on our our thing, I wrote games con, not games calm. Damn it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There, there, there it is. Well, Anyways, the Wait, three of us it. are gone. Yeah. Look, I fixed it. Oh, uh, that's what you mean by you fixed it. Okay, okay. Anyways, the three of us, myself, Brian, and Sparks, we are all co-hosts of the Figner podcast. That show is still going strong. We are still recording live on Sundays, sometimes in person, sometimes remote. Um, I don't know when this is going up exactly, but when it does go up, we what our past episode is when we reviewed Candyman, the new movie that came out. So that is which is a fantastic movie. You should totally go see it. Um, we have a whole bunch of other shows. I We have regular pause menu where these guys have been taking over pause menu for me since I haven't been able to come over to their house and play video games. You mean regular or, basement arcade? Yeah, regular basement arcade. Did I say pause menu? You did. It's okay. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, but these guys have been taking care of regular pause menu for me, so thank you guys. And soon, Ryan, I said it again. <laughs> it's all right. We know what you mean. We love doing it. I love pausing the menus. Basement Arcade. These guys have been taking care of Basement Arcade without me. 
since I haven't been able to come over to the house to play games and record, but soon I'll Ryan and I will finish Sonic Mania. No, we have not forgotten. I won't allow Ryan to forget. I brought it up. Yeah, you did bring it up. <laughs> and also we're doing more we're recording some Mortal Kombat. So once that goes up, that's gonna be awesome. Uh what other shows do we have? We have um uh Fickner Book Club. That's the show that unfortunately it's been on hiatus for a little bit, but we're gonna get that uh, up and running soon. Brandon's uh, freshman show, Conversation. I was on an episode on it recently. Really good episode. Sparks was on episode two, so totally check those shows out. And if you want our, your one-stop shop for everything Fake Nerd Podcast, FakeNerdPodcast.com. Like, literally everything is there. Links to all of our stuff are there. Our Patreon, our Public, you name it, it's up there. Uh, the bo- boys, where can the, our lovely viewers find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me just really 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 hyped for doki v at sparks witty on instagram and twitter sparkz witty ryan you can find me at dj tony snark everywhere and you could find me probably flubbing up the title of one of these shows again at ben maga 27 on instagram and twitter so guys yeah almost certainly Guys, thanks uh, for bringing these uh, trailers and this idea to my attention. Otherwise, I probably would not have done this. It has been great watching these trailers and talking about them with you guys. You're welcome. We all love video games. That's why this pod. That's why this podcast exists, so we can do it more frequently instead of just squeeze it in sometimes on the other podcast. Essentially, yeah. The, the reason why I want to do the show is because I want to talk more video games, and there are times we can't put them in to the regular show, but we can here, so that's what it's for. So five-hour shows really drain the soul i love doing them but there are times it's like oh battery's dying anyways besides that thanks again guys uh totally check their stuff out and for now let us unpause